0: Welcome
1: back, everybody. It's episodes 29 to 32. You can do
0: math. How are you liking season two? Ah.
1: (laughs) We're in season two, and uh, they brought some characters back. Um, Kind of. I mean, they brought their physical bodies back. (laughs) the rest of the characters have largely been disposed of. So, let's shall we begin Kuvo?
0: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, uh, episode 29, we start with a narrow, narrator list, that's a hard word to say, recap of the Wing versus Mercurius fight on the moon base.
2: Mostly because if you had two episodes, you'd kind of forgotten what happened, you know, back when the plot was actually happening.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the title of episode 29 is Heroine of the Battlefield. Oh. Um, we see some aristocrat-looking dudes talking <laughs> about how the Romafellers rule, the The rule is not leading to conflict. So first off, the Romafellers are supposed to take over Earth to make it so there would be no more conflict, but who who would have guessed that by taking over Earth, you're making people fight each other?
2: But they're giving ah! weapons manufacturers the power over Earth, and they're like, yeah, let's do some fights.
0: Yeah, so the countries uh, want to be peaceful, but it's really just oppression because the fellers are doing everything. We see a shot of Relena. She hasn't shown up for eight episodes. Uh, yeah. She's looking real snazzy in her new uh, formal <laughs> outfit. Yeah, she had a time skip level up, much like
1: One Piece. You know, like all right, everybody Gundam pilots, we're gonna split up for a couple years, come back, and I'm gonna have a way doper outfit. And yeah, I mean, for the record, and that's the only thing. It's a good ass outfit. Yeah. Yeah, like I will, I will shit on Gundam Wing until the sun goes out, but this outfit's pretty nice. There
2: was, like, one good bit of animation in this set of four episodes. We'll get there.
0: (laughs) Um, So, she's talking about how humans are different, and they all have different needs, and because of this, fighting is inevitable between people, but really, if they were to just talk it over with each other, they could understand, come to peaceful terms, and work towards peace, and we need to look at the past. She's doing her whole pacifism speech to these guys. And
2: it's dumb. Yeah, Yeah,
0: we get the recap that the same kingdom itself is full of pacifist people, and she's trying to follow her father's example and this is where it kind of shows up they don't explicitly say it but um in the past eight episodes she became the king of her nation she, she just took over yeah, yeah no one she stopped her. is the leading monarch yeah for
1: whatever reason this teen is
0: the
1: mo- well,
3: yeah.
0: why, <laughs> why
3: wouldn't you put a 15 year old in charge of your country like that seems just Completely, don't kill me,
1: hero.
0: <laughs> I mean, it seemed to work for like England and France back in the day, so uh, for, I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, I guess they had regents, but
2: so is her butler the king regent right now? Yes, yes, he is. It's Pagans, the,
0: <laughs> the power so, behind the throne. She, uh, their meeting goes cool. She walks outside, outside, Romefeller troops are guarding the peace talks because I guess it was peace talks between her nation and a bunch of other nations and like she's Which not really weird. happy that they're there like she doesn't really dislike the Romanfellers but like she knows that they kind of treat her with suspicion and also they, she knows that like they cause issues so they want to fix their problems and shit. She's yeah. sort of like, go on, get.
2: Well, they're also
3: being super snarky to her <laughs> like the entire yeah, time. Just like,
0: how's, it,
1: how's it going, pacifist? Are you not getting in any fights, idiot? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Got this cool basically gun. the level of... Yeah, this is basically the level of bullying we're at yeah. between these soldiers and really like, it's almost like when... A cartoonist draws a situation, and they draw the person opposing their argument as just like way crazy for no reason to (laughs) try and make themselves look more justified. Yeah, it's very straw manny. Like Relena just being like, "I love peace, and everyone should have equal rights, and like we should be super chill." And some guys just being like, "Duh, I like shooting animals
0: (laughs) 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 and people." Like, it's real bad. Yeah, so oh, we cut to uh, some Oz troops looking around for Hero and Quatro. If you don't remember, like, two episodes ago, they crash-landed on Earth in a space plane because they left space. Uh, these troops have been told to kill the Gundam pilots, but, like, the main commander guys, like, I really don't want to kill these kids. Uh, we cut over to Hero on a beach throwing a oh. pineapple into the ocean so two dogs can go fetch it. It's
2: so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Why a pineapple? It's... <laughs>
1: It's unbelievably (laughs) strange. Yeah, like, especially for this character in particular. It's it's, so right out there. It's so goddamn weird. And then Quatra is sitting on the other side of the beach, just kind of like staring off into space. Hero goes into this weird, like. Hero's just like, hey, you should come play with the dogs. Like, you're super kind, and like kindness is the animals can tell and Quatra just immediately responds with is kindness he needed in War Hero? And is still he like, a so little bit ptsd
2: from the whole it's, murdering it's colonies? A, yeah it's
1: a lot like Quatra is just kind of having like just can't
0: stop thinking about it which I <laughs> think is a little is, bit of regrets. <laughs>
1: It's a little bit reasonable, I would say. Yeah. But it's actually uh, then, funny because you know,
0: Quatra is like, is kindness needed in war? And Hero's like, no, it isn't. Yeah. But you'll probably need it the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, I think kindness is a thing that's super garbage in oh. fights, but pretty rad otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hero. But
3: like, so- as soon as we cut to Hero and the dogs, I was like, why isn't this Quatra and the dogs? Like, he- Why is Hero the guy who... Blows himself up, and he's just generally a jackass,
0: playing with some dogs. Maybe, maybe the writers so, realized they needed to make him personable. <laughs>
3: basically. <yeah. laughs> I don't and think
1: so, so. So, like, Hero for the first time in being kind of a chill guy, convinces Quatro to just go play with the dogs and not think about it for a fucking second, basically.
0: Yeah, so this scene ends, and then we see Quatro and Hero in a tent eating... And they're with the Ramafeller, or the, the Oz trooper guy that was, like, sent out to execute them. Yeah. The troop's like, listen, I don't know why you guys handed yourself over, but we got headquarters told us to just hand you into them, so that's what I'm gonna do, so I don't have to shoot you, that's cool.
2: They handed them over because they have plot armor and knew that they couldn't possibly die to these mooks.
0: Yeah. Also because this guy
1: decided, eh, I was given a direct command to just kill these guys on site, but... Oh seem well. good.
2: they're good kids. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot of there's a whole lot of no thanks, I'm good in this military. And folks, <laughs> you know what doesn't fly in the military? You know what's like the number one thing that
0: does not fly in the military? Disobeying no thanks, I'm orders. good. Yeah, but when all of you your captains what? are like fucking aristocratic brats who just do whatever the fuck they want, I mean this has gotta hey, be a kids, problem. Have you,
1: have you heard of Metal Gear Solid 3? <laughs> like <laughs>
0: uh So oh, well. the the Roman <laughs> Feller guy, the, or the Roman Fellers, think that Gundam pilots are going to be an obstacle to the rule. Cause they kind of are. The Gundam pilots think that the Roman Fellers are their enemies because they're trying to kill them, which they kind of are. Yeah. Uh, so the Gundam pilots are like, "We'll fight to survive," which is silly because they're telling this to the Oz troop. They just surrendered to, but whatever. Yep. No, they just needed someone to talk to. Yeah. uh We cut over to someplace else on the Earth. Um, we see that a bunch of Oz fighters are following this cargo jet, and that's that Sally Ho person, uh, the Sally's one that's doing all the Gundams. Yeah, she's like, I can't let them get this, so if she fucking crashes her cargo plane straight into the ocean. The thing flips instead of disintegrating, which is yep. kind of funny. It also will never know. And It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it cuts without showing a conclusion to that. It cuts to a fishing port. <laughs> the
1: funniest thing to me about this is she's like, I need to hide it well, time to do something they'll never investigate. Here I go. (laughs) And just crashes it into the
2: ocean. The wing has spent about as much time in the ocean as it has above the ocean.
1: (laughs) Like The the other thing, too, is just like she's being chased. Like, they're watching her. They're gonna be like, yeah, it was really suspicious there was a carrier that might have had some kind of mobile suit in it. Yeah, you're following it exactly right here, so. And the pilot just panicked and crashed it here, so can we get some people in to, like, look into this? (laughs) (laughs) it was the worst plan
0: (laughs) so we cut to a fishing port it's really foggy we see that uh, Noin is kind of incognito walking around in the fog Uh, she somehow spots Sally being escorted by Oz troops like I guess she was captured after flipping her plane in the water yeah there's no like transition to this at all Yeah. Uh, we cut to Sally being held in some mansion by some Oz troopers they're being kind of assholes about her saying we're gonna find the Gundam you stole and they're gonna interrogate her and everything
2: it's right there in the ocean, you idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, she wants to get in contact with the Gundam pilots on Earth because her whole deal has been trying to give them their Gundams back. I guess that's been her M.O. for the last couple episodes. Yep. Um, Lieutenant Noin then does this like, Delta Force flying kick through the window <laughs> yes. from like a rappel, and she busts in, and like they chat for a bit about if they're enemies or not or something. It doesn't matter. They escape. So uh, Noin
3: is doing her one purpose in the show to rescue every other female character in it. That's just yeah. what she does. She just rescues every other woman in the When's show? she going
2: to go get Oon, who is definitely dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely. Um, yeah, so they they sneak out. We get a quick scene of uh, Oz Cancer Suits trying to salvage the sunk carrier, and they find the wing down there. Um,
1: also, I just want to highlight one quote from that last thing, and you have it written down here, which is Sally for some reason saying, I'm reluctant to use the word Righteous. But the word suits these kids well. Yeah, oh, no, that's later. That, that's yeah. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sally and <sighs> Noin
0: are in a car driving away, and like Sally tells Noin, like, listen, they're <laughs> after the wing. That's when I crashed in the ocean. And Noin's like, uh, and she asks like, Noin, where are you from? Because you're like a, you're opposing Oz, and I want to work. Could be for you anywhere. Guys. Yeah. So yeah. Noin deflects this, but it's super obvious to the Sand Kingdom because it's the one thing that's like a couple of episodes hammers in that everybody looks up to them for their pacifism or something.
2: Well, as that, Noin
1: runs
3: Black That Ops. and the last time we saw her, she was with Relina. Yeah. Like, it's really obvious she's still have, there.
1: Yeah. The saint kingdom that is known for its pacifism, but the only notable things it does are subterfuge and military action.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Noyne is like, the ruler of this kingdom I work for is indispensable for the future and it only can bring peace. And Sally thinks, like, you're not going to win with just one Gundam. you got to get more of these things. Yeah. And so like, like, yeah. That's
2: dumb as shit.
0: Yeah, and annoying, so Noy's like, "Yeah, that's good. We're gonna get more Gundams. We're gonna get the Gundam pilots to help." And Sally says a line that pissed me off. It's like, "No one wants the fight, but those that can not should." And it's like, "What are you even going with that?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: no one has any reason behind anything yeah to say so in the show. this is
0: what you're saying ty sally says
1: yeah,
2: i'm reluctant
0: this to is... use the word righteous <sighs> but that word suits those kids well and it's... especially duo who's doing skateboard <laughs> tricks and going
2: righteous
0: <laughs> i just have like, flashbacks to the fucking Quatcha
2: blow
4: up blow
1: <laughs> yeah and, and like duo just like hooting and hollering like i'm the god of death and then hero cutting like a plane in half with you know <laughs> the last ruler of the saint kingdom <laughs> or whatever.
0: <laughs> Lufei you know, murdering that. people in a forest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for, like, no real good reason. Yeah, which makes the next line also very good, which is, if I follow those kids' examples, it's unlikely I'll be following the wrong path.
3: Just follow the lead (laughs) of some 15-year-old kids. What could
1: possibly go wrong? 15-year-old kids (laughs) had already committed genocide. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This show uh, assumes that the audience has an attention span of, like, an episode, so... yeah.
4: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I so, killed so many people! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck!
0: <laughs> so, we cut back to Hero. Hero, like, I guess he surrendered to this Oz camp, but they're just letting him walk around. And so he goes on one of their PCs and, like, starts to find out that uh, they're on-course Oz is trying to destroy all the Gundams it can find.
2: I love um, that Hero just keeps hacking into PCs everywhere. What <laughs> <no one> f- <laughs> a weird theme.
0: Yeah, no one presses, like, like, Windows key L or anything and locks it. Like, they're all just no. there. Uh, Quattro walks in and says, the Romafellers have a lot of data on the Saint Kingdom, uh, and they think that the Sank Kingdom is going to be a problem for their future plans. And then they also figured out that the Saint Kingdom is looking for Gundam Wing and its pilot. And so he's like, listen, you're the pilot. We should go there and see what they're, you know, doing. And so there's a line. like, they talk for a bit, but there's a line about how, like, they're only being guarded by dogs now, and the dogs are telling them to leave.
2: They're, they're, no, they're friends with the dogs, so if they only let the dogs guard them, they must... All of the people must be asking them to leave. It's it's a bit tortured.
0: Yeah. So they just steal a plane. No one yeah. stops them. But the, this is probably the funniest thing in the entire episode. As they leave, the commander guy gets a yes. note. And the note says to the effect we should be escaping, but we're really dumb and always get in fights, so we're gonna head straight to your main battle group out off on the coast. And then there's a immediate (laughs) cut of the commander guy saying, I feel sorry for them as he looks right at the camera.
3: Yeah, it's because right before the note, they're like, what? They're heading for the base to attack? What are they doing? They should be leaving. That's stupid.
1: That's dumb. That's dumb. dumb."
3: And then the note goes, yeah, we're dumb. We're doing
1: it. Yeah, and then the best part too is the commander's like, I feel sorry for them as they fly off to kill presumably some of his friends yeah <laughs> like, you would think it's, it's even less like he should have been like oh man i fucked up i just <laughs> let two little monsters loose and they immediately went and to then, go do murder and then, then this scene the is
2: amazing yeah. Funniest
0: so
3: scene in this episode holy they fly shit at
0: this airplane at this like aircraft carrier plus it's escort ships and like are taking sustained damage while this happens they kind of belly flop it on the deck of the aircraft carrier. Hero fucking tucks and rolls out the back opens door. Opens the
2: hatch and rolls right out with a
0: machine gun.
1: With a submachine gun. Yeah, very important that yeah. he's holding an SMG this whole time. Yeah. Meanwhile, Quattro
0: <laughs> opens the front door of the aircraft and starts shooting as it slides across the deck.
1: <laughs> it's power sliding. Like, this is some, like, face off level shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this could be a bonus scene, like, a deleted scene from The Rock. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'll tell you,
2: it's actually kind of fun. It's a shame of the rest of the show.
0: Yeah, so Hero yeah. does his thing. He GTAs a little Leo and starts shooting up ships and stuff um intercut with this we see sally and annoying also killing the suits that are trying to salvage the wing on the other side of the earth they sink a carrier it doesn't matter
2: side note um, we thought this was happening in the same place like just underwater yeah we had because no it's idea. really badly conveyed
0: no it's badly conveyed they're on opposite sides of the earth yep yeah yeah we, um, we
3: didn't forget that we had no idea where they were relative to each other
0: yeah quattro uh storms the carrier bridge and tells everybody like don't try anything funny also leave us alone And then it cuts to the next day of all the sailors on these boats in lifeboats just floating out from the middle of nowhere. Which isn't a
2: death sentence or anything. (laughs) No.
0: And then Quatra and Hiro are just standing on the carrier and they're like, "Uh, so what do we do now?
2: And, And like, there were some maps.
1: They're
0: in the Pacific Ocean.
1: (laughs) This is so fucking good, by the way, because it's it's literally like a scene of quatra and hero basically backed into a corner a little bit like they have sure they have their guns out on a couple soldiers but it's a boat (laughs) full of soldiers like do you know how many navy mans are on every boat and then they kick them all out and uh, and now i guess they just gotta pilot the boat together (laughs) Yeah, like, they just skip so much. Like, they have this cool scene going on, and Quattro being like, oh, we just don't want to hurt anybody, so, like, please, just make it easy on us. Uh. And then it cuts to them, like, chilling on the edge of the boat, looking at all these fuckers on raft, being like, oh, man, I'm glad they made it easy for us. It's so stupid. And then Hero immediately is like, well, uh, didn't really think a step past this one. Uh, I don't really know what we do with this boat now. Wait, where's the self meat button
3: on the boat?
0: Quick, <laughs> <Yeah. Wait>, find <laughs> it. Uh,
1: quick, Quattro, throw me into the propellers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we cut over to Noin. Uh, Noin is salvaging wing. They figured they found it at the bottom of the ocean. And um, Sally is all cool with Noin now. Since the sense, she's opposing the Romafeller Foundation. And they ask each other for help in finding Gundam. So they're kind of buddies now. And now... Now we cut to the third part of this episode, which is by far the, the best part of the episode. So if you thought all that <laughs> was good, this is that. great. <laughs> we see this fancy ass car speeding through the town, and I put this on Twitter. This car is fucking fantastic. It's this is like a fucking golden lawn. It's it got four axles. It looks like a fucking Lincoln Town car printed bright yellow. And this thing is barreling through this like one lane fucking European village. We uh, watch, Yeah, we watch this car drive up the side of a cliff overlooking this airbase, and it parks, and the driver gets out. And to give you a kind of idea of what this driver looks like, it's a 15, 16-year-old teenage girl with long blonde hair like down to the like middle Asian of her needed. back.
4: <laughs> yeah, she, has, she
3: does not look 15.
0: Yeah, she has the world's biggest eyebrows. They are in a V-shape going to either side, and like these things are yeah. like four or five inches. These and eyebrows the best part would is... be
2: on, like, the admiral of a fleet in his 50s. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the best part is, if
1: you look at the back of her car, it's got, like, a little bit of an homage to her eyebrows. Yeah, to <laughs> yes.
0: And this character has not been introduced yet, but, like, the instant you see this character, you know that she's up to some shit. And that's You're like, I,
1: oh, no. God, so, I'm sorry. I just pulled up the image of this car again, and it's fucking me up all over again. Like... It's like yo imagine if the, so you know like Lincoln Town and Co- or yeah. Lincoln Town and Country or whatever what if it was like a Lincoln Town and two globes like it's so big it's huge it's fucking huge it's literally gold plated there's a literally. zip code
0: between the front and the back axle
1: yeah. On the side of this thing, there is one, two, three, four, five windows on one side of the vehicle. <laughs> like, it's God. so big. Why? <laughs> there are. It is a three-door vehicle, like three doors to a side, six doors total, and one teen is driving this thing at like ninety miles an hour, just ripping around mountain roads, fucking Tokyo <laughs>
0: drifting like it's going out of style. It's a great car. Oh
1: fuck, man! This car. Yeah. Best. Right. So she gets oh. out of
0: her. Our- she gets out of the car, looks at the base, and she's she's all mad that these uh Oz troops are leaving and She was totally certain that Oz was going to invade the Sank Kingdom and says the dolls have no chance against the new knights protecting their precious queen, and she's obviously you know referring to Relena, but
2: it's weird,
0: yeah, um in another call elsewhere, Relena's butler is asking if uh oh sorry, not another car car Relena's <laughs> butler is driving Relena to school, I guess. And uh, he's asking her if she's going to be okay with the new transfer student that's coming in today, who is a relative of Duke Dermale, which is the Romafeller head dude.
2: The guy that Trey said he wanted to be a loser
0: to. Yeah. Uh, the butler thinks that this is a trick that the Romafellers are doing because he hates the Romafellers and the Romafellers hate Sank. But Rolena <laughs> says it's okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's an extinct student. She's here to learn about the... Beautiful pacifism with the same kingdom. Mm-hmm. No,
3: no, she really isn't. No.
0: Yeah, and the butler doesn't trust the girl, and Relena's trusting of everyone as well. Relena's Relena.
3: Butler good, Relena Relayna- dumbass.
0: <laughs> this part is amazing, too, because
1: every time Dorothy is on camera and talking to Relena, they have to have a point of her, like, Doing a Kubrick stare at some point, and then like at, later on, it literally like cuts to black and white with a new type jingle, and has her doing a yeah, Kubrick stare directly that. at the camera after being like, "Oh, Relena, I love talking about peace with you." But It's like, do you get it? She's
0: bad. Yeah, so our awesome. new girl meets with Relena. By the way, before I even go into this, Relena not only like decided to be the Leader of their kingdom, she also is like a tenured professor at school now. Yeah, she's, yep, the, she's director. the director, yeah, of this so school.
3: How she's 15. How?
0: Uh, okay, so this new girl with the V eyebrows is named Dorothy Catalonia. Uh, Relena says that she's making peace plans for the kingdom, and Dorothy's very interested in learning about the you know peace plans and stuff, and then um. She says she's interested in what would happen if people were to invade, and then the butler stares directly into the camera, and this fucking killed me. Like, it's the fucking office. He just looks straight at you. Because, yeah, Dorothy is literally, like, d- to
1: clarify, she ass says, like, it's a really nice place. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. What would you do if something happened to it? And, like, just says this directly to the leader of the nation. And is just like, yeah, this is cool. And the butler's like, oh, no. You no know
2: one treats Relena like the head of state. And also, Relena does not act like the head of state even yeah. slightly. Elena,
1: Relaina has decided that total pacifism means no perception is
0: allowed either. (laughs) So, (sighs) Relaina says point blankly that she doesn't think there are any foolish people that would invade the Sank Kingdom. Yeah. And that people can just talk things over. To which Dorothy replies, Relena, I'm a foolish person. <laughs> I love wars, really. I love death. Right. She
2: just says that. She just goes,
3: I'm actually really bloodthirsty for wars. And and Lena is still like, you don't seem like a bad person, Dorothy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Dorothy's just literally like, the war economy, Jack! <laughs> and then like, <laughs> Relena's just like I don't mind. This is fine. Yeah. And This
2: is going to be every single conversation that Dorothy has <laughs> It's for so all fucking four funny. of these episodes.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So they—it it is amazing to me that Dorothy is a plot character and not a fucking one-dimensional comic relief. Because in any <laughs> other show, she would be a total comic relief character because she's so comedically evil. Like, I'm waiting for her to just stand next
0: to some train tracks
1: and be like, "I'm tying somebody to these." <laughs> So, uh. so Elena,
0: they chat for a bit and then end up saying like, well, we're going to agree to disagree. And then there's, of course, the freeze frame of Dorothy looking straight at the camera and with the new type jingle being freeze framed evil. Uh, we cut to the, <laughs> the <laughs> butler looking up Dorothy's background on a computer or something. She, uh, He's talking with Noin and they think that she's a romafeller plant, both of them. Uh, the the butler, butler pulls a gun out. Yeah, the butler pulls out a gun. It was like ready to the capper earlier, but he said he didn't have to. Um... They talk about how Dorothy somehow just like really gets off about war. She loves war, yeah. and the Butler thinks it's bad mojo for Dorothy to hang out with her. So hang out with Relena. So like they want to kind of keep him away. And then Noin says like we're going to need some sort of weapons or guards to protect Dorothy or protect Relena because um, they're afraid that Relena might get assassinated because you know the Which pretty thing kingdom dude. Fucking fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Noin and then. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, no yeah. One does so it, yeah. annoying, lands her Jet. I guess she was talking on Skype. She lands the jet, and then like as she gets off the jet, she says something about like, "Oh, I'm going to protect Relena, even if it means getting my hands dirty." And then, uh, this fucking Dorothy, Dorothy says her equivalent of "Come kill me here,"
1: which is sitting in a car, no, she's closing not the she's door walking out to the car after school. Oh, right. Yeah, no, she hasn't even gotten the car yet, and just turns to the sky and goes, "Hurry up and start a war!" And it's like. What? Like she sells this to no one, and it's (laughs) holy shit! It's
0: so good. Like,
1: what is wrong with this character? (laughs) Oh, Oh, Dorothy
0: is fantastic, and I'm glad she's in this series. She's um. messed
3: up, but yeah, I, I, I do wanna I, I do wanna do a little game here because when I saw Dorothy, I was like, she's not fifteen, and then they go, She's your age, Relina. Really. I'm like, that girl is not fifteen, she's like twenty.
2: So let's play some guessing here. So we're gonna
3: play some guessing. I went and looked up some other ages because yes, apparently she is fifteen. I don't believe it, but I decided <laughs> to look up some other characters, and I want everyone to guess what age they are. And I'm gonna start with two characters we saw in this episode. I'm gonna start with nine. Battle Noin. commander and instructor of specials. How old is Noin?
1: Noin is, my guess, is 22, which is ah. the minimum age to be an adult.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Noin is
3: 19.
1: Noin is 19. I was going to say Same
3: 18. Is. Yeah. <laughs> so 19. Um, All
1: right, so like voting age. One. Can't drink, though. No, <laughs> can't <laughs> drink. She can list though.
3: Sally is the only character in the show who looks like an adult, at least woman. And I'm like, okay, how old is Sally? She's she's gotta be older, right? So so how old is Sally?
1: I would also like to guess twenty-two again. Kuva, what do you guess? <laughs> we we'll go with twenty.
3: She's twenty-seven.
2: Hmm. She's an old lady.
3: She, she's she's an old lady, and then I'm like, well, yeah, they, well now they I have to like go. a weathered
1: old woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: And then I'm like, well, now i got to go all in. Trace, how old is Trace?
1: <laughs> oh, Trace Cushionato? Yeah, Trace
3: Cushionato. How how old is our boy Trace? Uh,
1: I'm going to go, uh, it's either 19 or 20, I feel like. And I'm going to say 20. I'm going to be generous 25. here. 25.
3: He's Ooh.
0: 24.
1: Yeah, that's close. Ooh, Trace okay, is 24. Okay. I'm
3: like, all right, all
1: right. Orchestrated a world coup at the ripe old age of 24. <laughs> I think the thing that's even crazier is the number of times they all, like, speak on, well, my time has passed. Yep. And it's right? like, what? You're <laughs> in your 20s. <20th. laughs> I'm final. Yeah, like, you're, you're still in round. the fucking up range. Yeah, Photoshop
3: <laughs> final one, Lady Un. She's dead now. So, how old was she when she
1: got <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, hmm. 22.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with 24 again.
3: 19.
1: Ah. God, <laughs> what? Oon? <laughs> Jesus. Oon 19.
3: She's 19.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Sorry, was 19.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know this is really fucked up because, like, looking back at Mobile Suit Gundam, like the original series, these characters were like eighteen and twenty and stuff, and like they acted their age far better than they these. were
2: actually kids dragged into a war as opposed yeah. to murder machines and lieutenant colonels.
0: Yeah, like at Bright was fucking 90. ROTC brat; didn't know what the fuck he was doing for the entirety of the series, and he acted like that so.
1: I'll even G Gundam like Domon was like an early twenty-somethings dipshit who was overconfident as fuck and like came in like yeah. that. And, this one, it's just no. no like-
3: clearly, every colonel has to be nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand.
2: Anyway, we just. Dorothy kind of started that Dor-
4: reaction.
3: In a sense. Yeah. I'm remembering Zex being 19 as well. <laughs> kind of.
1: Oh right! Ev- yeah, yeah. How I forgot about that.
3: Everyone else, because everyone seems way too young, and it turns out
2: everyone's way too young. Everyone's
3: way too it young. It turns out
1: that professor, that professor, the one with like the really big nose or whatever, mm-hmm. that guy, 36. <laughs>
0: <laughs> General Septum, 21. Um, yeah. <laughs>
4: So episode
0: 30 starts off with a recap of Trey's rebellions, people are following him because they like Trey's and they really don't like Romafellers, and then the gun the pilots are killed on sight, and we see the recap of the wing being stolen, etc. Um, this title is called Reunion with Relaina. Um, uh. We see a bunch of troops of tries, these are the blue Oz-uniformed men, Thank God the they all
2: got different uniforms. Yeah.
0: It took me a second to remember which color was which, but uh, yeah, Trey's troops are in the woods doing spec ops stuff, and they start getting blown up by Oz suits, which are the green guys. Um, Hero is in an Aries getting shot, and uh, we see a flashback to Quatra calling him an idiot for trying to get involved with like inner Oz disputes because the Oz wanted the the Tree's revivals and whatever. But Hero's cool Hero's with being Hero's like the, the plot
2: hat is still wait. I'm still waiting for the plot to happen, so might as well fight.
0: Yeah, and Quatra's like, well, fuck this, I'm leaving. So they kind of split up. Uh, we cut the school. Dorothy is looking at pictures of Hero, and like it's the totally he's so dreamy thing going <laughs> yep. on. But um, she, he,
3: she does that to Relina too like Relina's so charming she just seems to like have a crush on every single person in the show
2: they're a main character
0: Ooh. yeah Ooh. Um, and she says to Hero's photograph welcome to earth welcome to a warrior's paradise which is a really bad Julio uh, song I think yep
2: <laughs> <laughs> they've been in anyway. a warrior's paradise <laughs>
0: uh so we see quattro walking through town there's some oz troopers kicking over this apple merchant and they're mad because all the civilians want the oz troopers to leave and the oz troopers like well we protected you why aren't you being nice to us man we're also conscripting you why does this concern you, you know? <laughs> um in the town hall the oz leader or the mayor of the town is talking to the oz leader and saying like listen we don't want to be involved in your civil war please leave we're just trying to be peaceful here But again, the Oz leader... complete
3: pacifism. By the way, that is the phrase they use. Yeah, that was your drinking word for this episode. It's complete (laughs) pacifism. Yeah.
0: There you go. Um, the Oz leader is berating him for not thinking of our troops and everything and says pacifism's dumb because it doesn't solve anything. Um, Quattro back outside is helping up the Apple salesman guy. He sees that the Oz is starting to be attacked by the Treys fashion. Uh, we cut back to the Oz leader. He's all confident and says that he's going to defeat the Treys guys. Um... Really, this really doesn't matter. All we see in this is that there's a flashback of the Trias Commander guy telling Hero to become Red One as his code name and lead the assault on this town. <laughs> what a yeah, dumb the, name! The, the
3: biggest thing is that the Oz leaders don't evacuate the town because yeah. they're like, "Well, we'll beat them," so all the civilians are still in the town.
0: Yeah. So there's some fighting for a while. It seems like the Trias troops are winning for a bit, but then a Hero sees that you know they're having evacuated the town, so he alters the mission. To, you know, protect the civilians as they run out. But while he does this, he, the commander of the forces yell at him. It's like, why aren't you attacking the base like you're supposed to? And then somehow through this conversation on the radio, like, it comes out that the Gundam pilot's here, and so the Tria's faction, or the Yas faction gets freaked. It, none of yeah, this like I don't even know awesome. why I wrote all this.
4: It's like the
3: Oz Faction overheard that conversation and know he's a Gundam pilot now because he says, you're a Gundam pilot or something and they were overhearing He's a Gundam it. pilot? And they're like, oh my god, he's a Gundam pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and go yeah. you know, try like, to shoot him.
1: He doesn't have his Gundam, guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have no, like no, a lot no, of, no. of notes, Gundam, of this really Gundam matters,
1: pilots so.
3: are all powerful and everyone knows that even when they're not in a Gundam...
2: They're extremely dangerous.
0: Yeah,
3: they'll kill you. So yeah. you got to kill them first, I guess.
0: Yeah, so hero saves some civilians. That's all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, We'll go to the cool stuff. We cut the Relena. Uh, she, uh, like we said, not only is ruler of our country, she's a professor. She's giving a lecture right now to, like, a classroom full of uh, lady students. A
2: bunch of ladies sitting around in chairs. There's It looks really disorganized.
0: Yeah, like, they're not even at desks. They just kind of, like, pull the semicircle of chairs and then just listen to her talk. Um, also,
1: it's very creepy because they're all in the exact same outfit and I know that's like a school thing but they're also like the same height and roughly the same shape and it's just very it's very like mass produced people it's (laughs) very creepy to look at (laughs) yeah like it yeah it's weird and also they're all just perfectly still (laughs) and staring exactly yeah like it's Creepy as shit. And then Relena's just like, well, we gotta be peaceful and like, no wars allowed or whatever, guys. And everyone's gotta do pacifism at the same time or it doesn't then... work. And then
0: <laughs> Dorothy. Yeah. yeah, so she's talking about this and says, like, okay, class, it's now time to break off in the groups and think of a way to eliminate wars. And then Dorothy stands up and starts brown nosing the fuck out of elena saying, that like, oh, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, all your things are saying are great. Everybody should think like you, but if everybody thought like you, how would they know how great you are? I forgot about that line. It
3: it feels like it's supposed to be a jab, but I'm not entirely sure what they were going for.
1: It is because it's it's she's trying to say like get off your high horse, but it doesn't really land because Relena hasn't really done anything to (laughs) not deserve to be on that horse. Like she's still being like she's stupid as shit,
0: but like. She has stuck to her ideals, kind yeah. of, thus far, as far as Dorothy knows. Yeah. So, Relena muses about, like, why, why would people fight when everybody thinks fighting's so dumb? And then Dorothy says people fight because it's in their instincts. Humans like to fight. Um, and like, she has a line that says, you can leave things alone and you will still get results, which I didn't get. Not sure where that came yeah. from. Uh,
3: no. That's and literally it not also how it conflicts works.
0: with everything else she says afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the act of fighting is fascinating to Dorothy and everything. And so the class is confused about both of them arguing, and I am too. And Relena says that she'll continue to promote total pacifism even if it kills her. Yeah, because
3: because Dorothy's like, yeah, people that promote pacifism, you know, die. They they get killed. They get assassinated. Which, again, completely correct. It is true, yes, completely correct. And so Relena's like, yeah, if they kill me, it's fine, whatever.
0: Yeah, so Relana leaves, Dorothy says that like, oh, I can't wait for your brave knights to show up, and she keeps foreshadowing that. Um, let's see. Back uh, in the war zone area, the Oz leaders get reports that the gun Gundam pile is there, uh, the mayor is still being a pacifist and won't help anybody, and now I guess everybody's evacuating the town after it got blown up. It's stupid. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's like, okay, since everybody's leaving, let's we'll just blow up the town anyway. Hey, uh, it's Quatra- that one guy I know. <laughs> yeah, Quattro meets up with Apple salesman again. Uh, he's packing up his car and leaving town. Uh, they see these new mobile dolls, which are the Virgos, and they show up. I should have probably said the Virgos, like, three episodes ago when they showed up, but that's the name.
2: But, yeah, the Virgos are the drone, the dolls.
0: Yeah, the combination Mercurius V8. Um, yeah. The Apple salesman guy is saying that, like, a lot of towns nowadays are following the pacifism of the same kingdom, and everybody's looking up to them. Then we cut over to Relena's butler asking Relena if she's okay, and he reiterates the same thing saying that a lot of kingdoms are following the same kingdom's lead regarding pacifism. You a lot I of you I know, hate it when the show fucking does this. It
2: develops a plot point like within the span of three minutes of in show time. Yep. And then it's just kinda left to just be there, like, yep, your pacifism thing, it's working great.
3: Sight yeah. Kingdom uh, is a leader of Earth now. Everyone looks up to the Sight Kingdom. When, when did that happen? Last episode? Okay.
1: Everyone All looks right. up to this 15-year-old girl who's <laughs> dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> dumb as a bag of hammers, but just charming as shit.
3: I suppose it's better to like her instead of liking like Oz, like everyone in space did. True. like.
1: What if instead, everyone liked Dorothy? <laughs> that would, mm,
0: now this show would be really interesting. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, uh, Relena's cool with leading the same kingdom. The butler's still concerned about Dorothy, thinking that Dorothy's going to do shit. But Relena's Aww. a dumbass and thinks that Dorothy's acting in good faith. So Dorothy
3: was like, Relena, they're going to fucking assassinate you. R- Relena, we're going to kill you. R- Relena, you're going to die. What do you <laughs> think about that? And Relena's like, I'm okay.
0: It's fine. fine. Yeah, so the butler is talking and saying, like, I really shouldn't say this. I told Noin I wouldn't, but I'm going to tell you anyway because you're going to find out eventually. Um, We found Hero, and she gets the, like, (gasps) hardest lady boner and, like, looks at him with these (laughs) doughy eyes. And the butler says that Noin's going to go get him and bring him here to her, and she just can't wait now. Uh, We cut back to Trier's forces. Uh, They're having a tough time with everybody and the new mobile dolls that show up, and a whole bunch of Leos are getting shot up. Quattro is talking to Apple Man about how everybody's tired for war. And it's like... I hate
4: this
2: conversation.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the Apple guy says the line, we just chose what we deemed to be our nature, to which I said "The Pat, do absolutely nothing, because that's what you're doing. You're just leaving.
3: Yeah, they're just... They're like, no, we can't ever fight back. It's like, well, when people around you die, when your neighbor dies, you just go, oh, well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my neighbor died in the assault yesterday, but... There's nothing that could be done. We're just yeah. leaving. We're off. Goodbye. Yeah, the
0: merchant says that more people are becoming total pacifists, and once there's a critical number of them around the earth, the world will change. And I'm just like, no, you're just going to be subjugated more.
3: Yeah, that's what fascism does. It just comes yeah. in and takes over, idiots.
0: Uh, so Quatra thinks that since the fellers are afraid of the Saint Kingdom, uh, this opens up a chance for total pacifism. This was like a super leap of logic here. But he decides that it's now his duty and mission to go to the Saint Kingdom. So he fucking GTAs this dude out of an Ares back That's such, the a, good yeah, a, such a good cut. This was the thing that me to
2: mention that in the Discord. How <laughs> <laughs> so- oh, oh, just any time a Gundam pilot needs one, they find the nearest Oz dude throw him out of his suit and steal it.
1: (laughs) Like, I don't understand how it works. It's just like a hard cut to like is like, you know what, I should go to the Oz Kingdom. Cut away to Quatra throwing a guy out of a cockpit from 30 feet up like, alright, I'm off. Like, it's, it's just, it's great when the soldiers just don't even get to be an obstacle. Like, yep. the, the other time was, of course, when they took over the boat and they're like, oh no, this might be trouble. And yep. then they're all just on rafts leaving and they're like, I oh, wasn't yeah. trouble at all. You
3: know, for a second I was expecting the Wilhelm scream when the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been a dubbing masterpiece. Uh, so back during the fighting uh heroes and his busted leo still fighting for the uh Trier's faction troops but everybody around him is dead and the troops are mobile dolls are coming walking in slowly getting closer and he's about to die and he talks about how he's going to keep fighting longer than anyone even longer than Relena as he's then, about to die as he's about to die which again hero hasn't talked to Relena in ages <laughs> and
4: yeah. it
1: She's not really important to him at all. He did he see an image of her in space. clear. <laughs> yeah,
0: he doesn't think she's important, but the writers sure do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Quatra flies in and punches a bubble doll in the face, saving Hero from certain death. Uh, he tells Hero he can't die yet. You have to go protect the same kingdom. And Hero's like, okay, that's better than what I'm doing right now. So yeah, I guess. Noin also flies in on her shuttle and drops off the Wing Zero's giant fucking beam laser. By the way, remember, this thing's on Earth now because it shows up later. Uh, well, I think then uses the, wings, This was the original the Wings, wings laser. laser, yeah. This is the wing, which laser, is
1: also
2: the a ridiculous zeros. laser.
0: Yeah. yeah, just not as ridiculous. Yeah. So Quattro yeah. uses it and blows up the dolls, and they. Assume. I was
3: expecting her to drop wing, wing, and then she just drops the laser, and I'm like, why didn't you drop the Gundam?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know. She didn't and bring Of course,
1: it is a plot laser. It is yep. literally a yeah. Deus Ex Machina laser because it is. Exactly big enough to blow up all the mobile dolls, but not and hit any civilians or tails, yeah, yeah. importantly.
0: Um, yeah, and blow through the shields, yeah, as well. The V8 and Mercurius shields or whatever. So we cut to an airport. The plane lands with uh, Hero and Quatra and Noin on it. Relaina's there. Here we the go. butler goes off and apologizes to Noin about telling Relena, and says that it might be an issue later if Relena finds out about the secret Gundams they have. But Noin says something to the effect <laughs> of... I'm sure that smile of yours will obliterate the suffering we are about to experience, which certainly is a line (laughs) that a human being wrote. Yep. Uh And then we see a fantastic shot Uh as hero is being held. I'm sorry. A 19 year old said that.
1: (laughs) I'm sure this 15 year old smile will carry us through this suffering. Yo, a 19 year old doesn't know how to think about anything. As As, as written by me, who was a 19 year old once (laughs) so the
0: final scene of this is quatra carrying hero because i guess he's injured through the door of this aircraft and down the aircraft ramp at the bottom of the ramp is Uh. fucking relena like she is just completely wet looking at him then she has her hands up to her her face and she's giving the biggest fucking smile so like
2: this ramp is probably about waist high she leans a shoulder down on (laughs) like an elbow down onto it Puts her hand on it and then gives him the DreamWorks eyebrow for some reason. <laughs> it is the weirdest shit! The is, and that's what the episode so ends on!
3: The thing is, it then cuts it's to so a one-shot when you see her bent over? <laughs> yes. And it it's looks really rid- awkward! It looks ridiculous! Honestly,
0: this may be the horniest someone has ever been in anime. <laughs> It's also very funny because Hero is
1: just standing at the top with an expression that's more like, I need medical attention. Oh, God, not again. Not
3: again. Oh,
0: please, someone get me out of here, please.
3: Relina, Relina, I'm not going to kill you. Relina. stop,
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 31 starts. uh, There's a recap that doesn't matter. The title is called The Glass Kingdom. Uh, The butler is driving Hero and Quatra to school to meet Relina. I guess she went on ahead early to do her, I don't know, she TVs. flew in the jet they stole she, she's yeah. a
3: director she has to be yeah. there to welcome them hero
0: is talking about how he just wants his gun to back he doesn't want to do anything about the same kingdom he just wants to leave uh the butler and quatra is saying that he needs to stay here and keep it here to protect relena also they have to keep it a secret from her because i guess since she's a pacifist if they show that there are mobile suits around protecting the kingdom she may freak out
2: we've been stockpiling they, guns for the pacifist kingdom
4: so be-
1: it sounded like the way he was putting it is, if she knows we have access to weapons, I'm worried she'll stop being a pacifist? Like, basically just, oh, well, if there's weapons nearby, then she'll start considering using them. So <laughs> it's better to just, you know, hide information from our supreme ruler who is now inspiring all the other kingdoms.
3: Yeah, that does like, seem to be like a plot point. I mean, I bring it up later, but yeah, if you have weapons, you use them, is basically the the line they're going with is like you
1: don't have to though and also the other thing is like everyone is trying to act like relena is this super respected leader and then everyone else around her just like is using
0: kid gloves at all times
2: well like the the end of this episode is
0: really really dumb so So, uh yeah hero thinks that like relena doesn't need a gundam around the butler calls him a kind person because the butler's an idiot um, they start walking up oh, to school. All the girls at school are fawning over them because they're so dreamy, and they actually kind of think that Hero is a bodyguard for Quatra because Hero's still wearing his fucking tank top. Quatra yeah, actually has clothes shorts. on. Yeah, they're yeah. like,
3: oh, Hero is clearly a servant, and Quatra is clearly a rich person. So
0: yeah. they're, they're writing their own fan fictions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they meet up with Relena, and she asks why they aren't in school uniforms, and Hero totally just wants to leave um she brings up the fact that they're looking for troa because by the way troa got blown up inside the v8 episodes ago and they think yeah. he's missing an action so they're saying he's they're he's like, definitely they're dead super dead yes of course um so she Hero, heroes like okay at least stick around until we figure out what happened to troa and so hero says you know the gundams are a burden to you they shouldn't be around you but um she says like listen i know they're probably here but we're not going to announce that as a fact because then people won't listen to me And, Hero, you're only going to be here as a student, not as a warrior, so just do that. Be a student. So he's, like, fine. And then there's this weird crossfade where he fades into a uniform. (laughs) match-ish cut. It's not (laughs) a match cut, because that would imply a cut. It's a crossfade. Yeah. The best
1: part is he's like outfit has a little bit of a pirate fluff on the front yes. and so the mm-hmm. cut like the it cut looked on. like he was staring at the camera like disappointedly as it put on and it like <sighs> just immediately made me think of the Seinfeld episode like I don't want to be a pirate <laughs> like, especially because the whole time she's like you have to put the uniform on and he's like no that's dumb the and then on. it cuts no to him in the uniform and he's just like mm, I look like Donald Duck <laughs> like, <it's,
0: laughs> <laughs> so relena goes and introduces hero to the class uh dorothy does some scheming Niquatra introduces himself in a stupid manner and then when it's the hero's turn to introduce himself he does a flashback to dr j telling him about his alias which is dumb yeah, yeah. and everybody's like oh he has the same name so we cut to a fencing class um uh, it's all this is like an all girl school and they're like the only two male students in there and so, like, Quatra uh, says something about, like, how girls couldn't fight good and only men do fighting. And no, then, I mean, no,
3: it's, it's like men like to fight, women don't like to fight. That's why the women's are all here to learn peace. So, so and now it's up
0: like to Hero end. to be
2: your anti-sexist... Yeah, Hero's uh,
3: like, don't, don't be a fucking idiot. Both men and women <laughs> can be bloodthirsty, come on.
0: Yeah, and to that effect, Dorothy comes up and challenges Hero to a fight. Uh, they give their introductions... Um, she talks, they start fencing, and as they fence, uh, she talks about how she has to be strong because Hero hates weak women. And I'm like, and no, then,
3: that's
4: woofing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then she starts giving the tale of two heroes, in which there used to be this, you know, peaceful politician up in the colonies that talked about pacifism, but he was murdered, and then the people got angry. So then they made a and He difference. gave his life and became a legend, and now there's
1: another hero. And you're going to give your yeah. life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Fight for
3: peace, Hero. Fight. Fight, yeah, so fight. she keeps
0: braiding him, saying, "For she, you're going easy on me. You need to fight harder. Stop hiding your identity. You need to become a legend. And so he does the thing again where he stabs through the fucking mask, almost killing her.
3: Look, like, why are these masks made of glass? That, yeah. that, that's you not, don't do that in fencing. That's not what fencing masks are made of. I, I, fencing, I know this.
0: Fencing masks have been around for centuries and they've decided to use plexiglass now for some. Also, fencing foils probably
1: shouldn't be able to punch through the material you're using. <laughs> yeah, that just seems things. like the point. Yeah,
2: also, that's the point Hero, of the foil. Hero has a line here where he's like, Actually, I'm not related to either of those heroes. <laughs> yeah. So after
0: he stabs through her mask, he says, I'm having a tough time following what you're saying. And she's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, you must be talking about some other heroes. There must be two different hero Yui's besides me. Hero can't come up with a cover name. Yeah. And she like pulls him out on this. She's like, Why are you hiding your identity? <laughs>
1: Wow, no
3: no that's no so he only knows one that's duo maxwell right. and, that, and that's also another gundam pilot so he's like shit i that's, can't use that name that's already ruined
1: that's, <laughs> Fuck. god i can't believe he used duo maxwell's name <laughs> as a cover and then was just like oh, you can just use it. You can use my cover name. And Duo's like, what's the cover name? And he's like, oh, Duo Max. (laughs) (laughs) That's my name. (laughs) Yeah,
3: and it's not kind of, Hero Yui doesn't know any names other than his and his friends. His friends are all Gundam pilots. They're not very good names for disguises.
1: (laughs) The idea is oh. that, like, Hero Yui is supposed to be a cover name, but the problem is that's like James Bond being a cover name <laughs> at this point. Like, it's it like, just super doesn't work because everyone knows. Yeah, it's my cover like, name
0: being Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <gonna> yeah. <laughs> so we cut over to Relena. Uh, she calls in Noin, and Noin has a notice that the feller or, or the Oz troops want to start fighting in Sanct territory. And the reason for this is they've been fighting that Trace faction outside and they kind of chase them into the Sanka Kingdom's borders.
2: It's which, very obvious pretext for invading the kingdom. Yeah, yeah
0: and it's a, yeah, a pretext. So, Relena asks if like we can just make those guys leave and Noin says that like they're injured and stuff, but they also have the option of surrendering. But Relena is like if they surrender they'll probably be killed anyway, so like maybe we can just treat them as refugees. Isn't that cool? And then we can avoid chaos, you know. We won't sacrifice our humanity to have these people die or whatever. And
2: Noin's just sitting here like, "Do you know Oz Oz, war crimes?
0: So, Trier's forces, they're out in the forest, and they get called up, and they're saying that they were tricked into retreating into the Sand kingdom. They don't want to cause trouble for the Sand kingdom. Uh, Nguyen calls them up and tells them, like, listen, if you give up your guns, you can become refugees, we'll protect you. But the injured general has this roundabout way of saying that, like, Oz is getting reinforcements, and they're going to finish us off, and if they become refugees, Oz will still attack, so they're just going to go kill themselves? Basically, he's just
1: explaining, like... He's just like, hey, they chased us in here, and they could have easily just routed us and entirely finished us off, but instead they stopped exactly at the border and are calling way more reinforcements, which makes no sense unless they're definitely invading you. (laughs) Like, they are absolutely planning on invading 150%, and then he's just like... She's like, eh, it's cool. And he's like, no, it's really not cool, though. <laughs> we're going to go. <laughs> like, We're going to leave. Don't worry about your dumb refugee plan. <laughs> we're just going to go die, if that's cool. but it yes. doesn't
3: matter, because Relena fucks up the plan anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Tree Force guy ends the call. Noin's upset because she thinks they're all going to die. We cut the hero sneaking around the sank Kingdom's base. He finds his wing. And he also finds a bunch of these tourist suits that noyna has been using. They've been repainted, which yeah. is really useful for us. Yeah. Um, Oz troops. Uh, so we see the Oz commander guy. He's in this cargo plane. He gets a call from Relena on behalf of the Saint Kingdom saying that the Treehouse troops are now refugees. But the Oz says that, like, oh, those... Traitorous troops are going to invade your kingdom, and we, as the bra- brilliant Oz, are going to stop them before they do something. We're such liberators, a thing. yeah. And so she is confused, but the Oz guy hangs up on her and says, to "Just chase them into the city and blow up the city and smear pacifism because fuck the same kingdom."
1: Which, again, what like? This Colonel plan, war crimes. <laughs> yeah, he's been reintroduced really well, for like the fifth time. This, I mean, has, <laughs> this plan doesn't make sense on any level because it's just like, oh, these group, this group isn't going to defend themselves. Well, I know what's going to make pacifism look bad if militaristic action destroys an entire nation. It's like, what no, that's the op- I think he was that's trying the opposite. to
0: intimidate the people who also follow pacifism to see, look what yeah. happens when you follow pacifism. But- yeah, but that's what it
1: is, off. but... It doesn't make sense in the yeah. way he says yeah. it. He's well, like, especially we're to prove that
0: pacifism
2: sucks. And some it's like, random guy no. doesn't decide, yup, it's time for war crimes. Right? He's
4: <laughs>
3: he's invading. He is committing an act of war without even bothering to like phone his boss and be like, hey, and
1: can we do this? The thing is, he even phoned like the same kingdom and was like, okay so is it cool if we come in and do this and she's like no it's super not and he's like okay well we're gonna anyway so <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh. they know what they're doing is a war crime there's proof of the other nation that this was an act of unwarranted war that was actively
0: told no Like, yeah but they're <laughs> pacifists what are they gonna do about it <laughs>
3: <So. Yep. laughs> get a Gundam
0: yeah, so um, they launch some troops, and Relena's freaking out about this, so she yells at her butlers, like, I'm going to go stop them myself, and the butler calls her an idiot, but she runs outside. Which Dor- she is. is. outside with her giant fucking car just waiting, <laughs> she's like,
1: yeah, yeah, war, let's go.
0: War! And hey, let's, let's go the war.
1: Hunt. If we don't leave now, we're going to miss the war. Get in the car, it's time for war. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's yelling at, <laughs> at, at Relena, <laughs> like she's ready to go to, like, a football game or something. Oh, I
3: really hate this girl. <laughs>
0: Um <laughs> so Noin is underground with Hero and Quattro in their secret hangar of Gundam suits and um she notes that it's hypocritical for a pacifist nation to have suits but she's like we don't have a choice we need a self defense force which again another case of oh man maybe these things are terrible to use oh well <laughs> 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 yeah so um Hero gets in his Wing and heads on out uh, Quattro's like Hero's heading out I'm sure his actions will be in the best interest of the sank kingdom <laughs> It's, a uh, bold they also, statement, Quatra. Yeah, they also get in suits and get ready to get out. Uh, we cut to the Trey's troops. Um, they were going to self-destruct their suits because I guess they decided that even though they didn't want the refugee status, they also didn't want to be a bother. And so they were just going to kill themselves? Yeah, yeah they were going to
1: blow up their all their suits. So they were going to blow up their weapons and become refugees is what yeah. their plan was, which is... That was the other plan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like <laughs> they if, just... if they all die, then Oz doesn't have a pretense to invade the Sank Kingdom, as I think what they were going for, but it doesn't work because Oz would because just.
2: Because Oz is fuckers.
3: Because Oz would just go, oh, we thought we saw some of yeah. them head that way, and then they would go and blow up the sink.
1: And apparently the implication is that they were all going to kill themselves at the same time, too. Like, as opposed to just becoming refugees, they were going to be like, well, might as well die. Is literally everyone in the platoon okay with this? That's weird, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: as they're about to blow up their shit, Hero shows up and says, listen, if you're going to kill yourself, at least be useful. There's a better way. And you can come protect our country. And so the leader is like... Okay, I don't know who this kid is, but let's just follow him because he's probably the Gundam pilot. I don't know. (laughs) Yes.
3: No, no, no. a Gundam pilot.
0: Right, a Gundam. (laughs) So we cut over to these uh, Oz dolls. They're advancing into the woods. Uh, The Leos are standing still, so they shoot them, but they're obviously decoys. The Oz guy up in his carrier is getting all cocky. Um, Trier's troops then fly in on Noin's suits. So I guess Hero gave them all the suits that Noin used to have. And yeah, Noin like... had a
2: bunch of suits in, and Hero just loaned them to the Oz guys. Also, these suits the
3: are able guys, to guys. take on the new mobile dolls. Like, they can punch through the shields. I'm like, when did that
0: happen? <laughs> yeah, so Noin has a bunch of the Taurus suits, which are more up-to-date than the Ares or the Leo ones, but I don't think they're as good as the Virgo ones.
2: The, this show is really inconsistent about it. it's like what's actually suits, able to yeah. do what.
0: It's whatever makes sense during the Yeah, whatever night. it needs to at the moment. Anyway, uh back in the car, Dorothy is asking <laughs> Elena if she's ever seen a real battle. And
1: I just this this line, I want to like get the exact line because it's fucking wild. So yeah, Dorothy asks Relena, "Hey, have you ever seen a real battle in person? We're gonna go see a real war. are You excited for that?" And then Relena's like, "No, I've intentionally inv- avoided that because that's something a crazy person does." So <laughs> then Dorothy's I have like,
0: "Of her flying between the fucking <laughs> fight right? with Villardo, yeah." <laughs>
1: She's been in battle a lot. A lot, yeah. And so Dorothy's like, well, no one wants to die in battle, so they're so desperate. And this gets me so excited. Like, literally says, this makes me extremely excited. Like, she's just like, she's like, God, I'm so fucking into this. I love battle. Dorothy (laughs) gets 40 over
0: life and death situations. Do
1: you think her
2: limo is, like, runs on diesel? Her limo has, like, nitroglycerin (laughs) in the back. It
0: runs on (laughs) gunpowder, yeah. (laughs) so as they're driving across this bridge one of the oz guys shoots down this random carrier that's in the sky uh the wing pops out of it and blows up a different oz carrier and that's about to crash into the bridge that dorothy and relena just happen to be driving across but at and the then last moment
3: like, oh no and like the car but like where are you going you're on a bridge
0: <laughs> yeah they're on a bridge and that car is also fucking 300 metric tons so yeah, it's that not that stopping not any time any time time soon. No. yeah but the wing luckily shoots it out of the way and the veers just off course and blows Wait, up on beam the bridge cannon. this is
3: dumb yeah. it's with like a beam like those don't have no imparts momentum
2: no. don't worry about yeah, no. no. no, it doesn't force.
3: <laughs> no it yeah. doesn't that's not how it works no yeah so
0: a bunch of dolls land on the bridge and they get in front of dorothy's car um they are th- dorothy and relaine are threatened by these dolls but it'll show Noyn and quatra show up at the last moment and blow them up saving them um, we cut to after the fact. Noin is apologizing to Relena about having these secret suits. And they says, like, if we don't have a self-defense force, we're going to be crushed. I'm sorry to go against your pacifism, but this is the way it is.
3: Yeah, can um, I just point out that it is just that hard to cut? Like, suddenly we go from battle and all these dolls get blown up to now we're cutting to yeah, it's next day. The Results it's don't, don't matter. It's over now. And you're like, uh, okay.
0: Sure, you know.
3: I mean, so, that's how you cut, edit a show, right? Just, I mean, yeah, no,
1: it's it's just like, you know, they get the last hit on the boss, and then it cuts to the result screen instantly. <laughs> like, it's fine. That's rank. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Hero is Like, saying... there's no death animation either. It's no, just, like, at no. the split sec, like, the first frame, the laser hits the boss, and it's just done. <laughs>
0: like, oh, it's,
1: right. it's, it's that.
0: Yeah, so Relena is uh, asking, uh, you know... Uh, sorry, I skipped ahead of my notes here. Hero is saying that they need more power to defeat the Fellers because if they try to be pacifists, the Romofellers are just going to crush them. Uh, Relena asks for a dream is a mistake. Hero says that the Fellers have tried to get rid of anything that's inconvenient and right now the Sanctum them is their target. So you need a so defense like, force. So like Relena's
2: like questioning her worldviews that have apparently influenced like half the population of the planet.
3: <laughs> In the last three episodes?
2: <laughs> In about 48 minutes of
0: runtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she asks Hiro, what would you do if you were in my shoes? God, don't
3: don't ask Hiro. Yeah, don't ask Hiro. Fuck.
0: Hiro says the reasonable thing is like, you need to build a self defense force to protect yourself from Roma fellers. is like, okay, that sounds good. And she tells Noin and Hiro to do that. And Noin's Uh, like, yeah, I already been doing this the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, then she also wonders how in the world, how she can tell the world to be pacifist when she doesn't agree with the policies of the people that are close to her and doesn't practice it herself. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. Look,
2: as your leader, I'm gonna keep an arm's length from this so that when the news story breaks, I don't go down like you will. Well
1: no, it's not even that. Like what she's saying is how can I not how can I say I truly believe in ideology A if I'm not willing to just like let ideology B slip once in a while? Which is not how that works <laughs> like at all. It makes no sense. Like she's just like how can I claim to be pacifist if I don't relent to militaristic action on occasion? And it's I I don't let you That's punch
0: me the in the opposite. face yeah but it's total <laughs> pacifism you see Ty, it's different than you know sometimes uh-huh. Uh-huh. just on weekends yeah, yeah total
1: pacifism so you just roll over to anybody about anything the, at the any the time of
0: the bridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to which dorothy responds by saying oh pretty impressive didn't give that gundam pilot the upper hand which makes no, no, sense. Sense. Makes because no she sense totally relented <laughs> yeah like Oh, yeah, Dorothy
3: was pretending that she got knocked out in the car. Because well. her, her
2: limo doesn't have airbags. <laughs> because why well,
0: wouldn't it? To be fair, if that limo hits anything, that thing is breaking, not the limo.
2: True. Yeah. The limo is fine.
0: The limo's a fucking brick house. Look, it's 2,500 pounds of gold. It's gonna be fine.
2: The,
1: the, limo whole, is the metal solid is soft gold. enough. It, it, yeah, it's soft enough that the whole thing's a crumple
0: zone. <laughs> Uh, as episode 32 starts uh, there's a recap of knowing, giving out the suits Elena doesn't know about the suits uh, Elena and Dorothy's excellent adventure in the limo the well, way, forget
3: up. all of that nothing to do with this episode
0: <clears throat> no it doesn't the title of this one also,
2: is also I'd like to interject because the title of this episode is god damn it really trance back <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the episode name um... da, na, 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 na.
1: god damn it trance back <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, so the uh, god of death meets zero um, so Oz forces are in space near the moon uh, they're checking out some weird shit or something as they transport some crap a bunch of ECMs go off and they can't contact each other and oh no it's a Gundam uh, the Gundam death scythe hell blows up or shows up and starts fucking shit up it's uh, Duo's new fancy death scythe that oh, now need. has like a cape that goes yes. up and also his scythe also, is a double scythe. He
1: can be and he can be invisible but Only when it doesn't matter and isn't helpful, (laughs) like that one guy in Mystery Men. He can be invisible as long as no one's looking at him, basically. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, So Duo has a fantastic line right here. The god of death is back from hell! Also, as he's saying this, he had impaled a Leo's
2: head on his scythe. He fucking overhand throws it into another one, and it's the best animated thing I've seen from this show in, like, (laughs) ten episodes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he chops up the shuttle. He then he kind of looks at a readout and he's like, "The suit's only at eighty percent operation. Better steal these parts so I can fix it." So Wait, he like when steals is
3: this in time. Is this right after he left? Is this at the time heroes <laughs> don't worry of Earth? about it? I don't yeah. understand when in time we are now because like it's ambiguous.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but he it's steals a bunch of parts. Uh the narrator yeah. breaks in to give us a recap about Operation Nova, which is the whole Romafeller deal of making verbal Virgo mobile dolls on the moon and sending them to Earth. However, there's been issues on the supply line. Um, we see Tubarov, Tubarov, um, which is the head engineer guy. He is um, saying that the he, he gets noticed that the mobile suits that they just sent to Earth were blown up in route and they're missing. Uh, he thinks it's a Gundam because, of course, it's a Gundam. What else? Obviously, yeah. He sends out a search party of the guy named Trent Clark. And if you think back, Trent Clark was the guy who was fucking around with the Zero System like three or four episodes ago. He was Trent.
3: The- That's Trent. Trent.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so they give a quick recap on about how the Zero System reads bosses. It's an S.A.K. boss that reads your inputs, and you know it fucking knows what you're going to do before you do it, and it makes you a super killing machine and also go insane. And while this goes on, we see the montage of uh, T-Posing blowing up dolls, and the Zero System is taking over. Uh, we see that it's
1: super good, by the way, because it seems like he's losing it, but also he's pretty into it. Like, everyone else, like, think about the way Trant responds to the mobile suit system, like, tray system or whatever it is, as opposed to literally everyone else. Yep. Because Trant's like, he's like, ah, oh, God, I can almost see it. I can do everything. Ah, I'm invincible. This is the best. And then, like, anyone else is in it, and they start having, like, Screaming major bad trip freakouts and are screaming and crying and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like- yeah. So Trent's been using a bunch of simulations that try to figure out how the zero system works. He's trying to unlock its secrets. Um, but he also is having a tough time controlling it. Uh, we see that like he, he thinks that he needs real data from bad real battles instead of simulations uh-huh. in order to like fully unlock the secrets. And he knows that duo and Mufei are still someplace in space. So he's like, well, let's get these guys to help out. Um, he
1: also, by the way, when he was having this freak out, did start hallucinating wildly and even makes note of how oh, it's hallucinating wildly.
0: I wonder if that other kid was hallucinating wildly. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So he gets some orders from Tuberoff because Tuberoff is wondering what the fuck he's doing, but he ignores him because fuck his boss. Um, he decides he wants to go find one of the surviving Gundam pilots. Uh, we cut the Tuber off. He's mad. No one could find Trent because Trent's kind of just gone a wall. He asked for more troops to go look for him. Uh, elsewhere on the colony, Duo is dropping off just a truck full of mobile suit parts to this guy at a warehouse and because uh, he's trying to trade it for fuel and I was just wondering, this is the weirdest Craigslist ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sale, 600 need- tons of mobile suit parts need fuel.
2: <laughs> need mobile suit fuel. P.S.
0: Not a Gundam pilot. <laughs>
1: yeah. Need Vernier fuel for Gundams only.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the guy is like, listen, I don't care where you're getting these parts. I hate Oz. Keep chopping them up. Also, I sell ammo on the weekend. Come buy some. <laughs> um, so, I gotta say, remember that character Hilda, the one that just didn't know yes. who her enemies are. She shows up yep. like twice in these two part po- in this two Yeah, both she, times, she didn't die. It's fine. Both times she runs onto camera. Yep. Says a line to Duo, and then runs away. She only runs. It's yes. so funny. This character
1: literally <laughs> never moves except via running. It's so good. Like. Every scene. And there's no reason for her to be running. Yeah, she could kind of just like, been
0: there. But yeah. like, like, Duo,
1: like also, like just now. like, And, and Duo, Duo's like standing still and just like hanging out. And then she's like running up. And he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Why'd you run? That's weird. <laughs> oh, well. And then after their conversation, she's like, all right, bye. And then sprints away.
0: And he's just like, what a weird kid. <laughs> like, yeah, So she runs up to him, offers her help. And Duo's like, no, it's cool. I got everything. So she runs off. I have I, it in my notes. What is this fucking scene? <laughs> um, in space, uh, Trent is in the wind, uh, Trent, yeah, Trent is in the Wing Zero and uh, some dolls, and they're looking in areas where the carriers disappear because he's looking for Duo.
2: And this is going to be a really weird cut,
0: but yeah, this is. So back in the colony, Duo is in some junkyard just digging around in trash looking for parts. Hilda runs into the <laughs> scene again. Uh, she they really she needed to use controls. that running animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says she couldn't get any info on Oz's plans, and she like, she really wants to help Duo, with Duo's like, well, maybe you can get me steak for dinner, har-har. And she's like, come on. And it's supposed to be comic relief, but it's done. Ah.
3: And then suddenly... <laughs> yeah,
0: then suddenly the Wing Zero just flies into the colony... And it lands in the junkyard right in front of Duo and aims a giant fuck laser the, at the him. The mega laser at yeah. him.
1: Trent gets out Did and he's he like, find "Yeah, how?
0: He never explains how he found him. No." And Trent gets out and says to Duo, "Is like, listen, you're coming with me now." And Duo's like, "You shouldn't be aiming that laser at me because it will blow up me, you, and the rest of the colony." And Trent's like, "I don't care. You're coming with me." So we learn Trent captures him somehow, we learned that Trump just wants to be promoted because once he figures out the Zero System, he can tell Tubarov the fuck off and that mobile dolls won't be worth anything anymore. We cut the space. Duo is in the wing zero with a bunch of doohickeys on his head. Trent is like in the cockpit like hatch and he's telling them it's like, listen, I'm gonna make you fight these mobile dolls with the zero system so you activate it so I can get some good data.
2: Also it's a live fire test right near this colony.
0: Yeah, and so Duo's like, I'm just going to leave. But Trent's like, oh, I can disable the Zero remotely. Also, if you try anything silly, these dolls will attack the colony, and I know your girlfriend's on there. So Duo's like, fuck it, man. So they start fighting, and of course Duo starts hallucinating because the Zero system's insane. And like he starts seeing the Death Scythe as his enemies on the monitor. Which is and, weird. Yeah, and so Trent's like asking him over the radio, what do you see, what do you see? But Duo's just losing it and goes into this trance. He, doesn't, he just starts shooting everything around him. And then he
1: sees, like, hundreds of death scythes flying around him, and he just starts screaming and freaking out and, like, covering his eyes and doing nothing. And then, like, all of a sudden, he just kind of, like, snaps for a second and just goes cold. And then he's just, like, very calmly shooting at everything individually, like, in slow motion. You see him, like, pan over, point his rifle at something, shoot it perfectly, you know, do that kind of thing. Like, basically, it activated, you know, his bullet time. But then he points at one, fires it. It hits the colony behind it and you see the colony blow up and along with Hilda inside of it. They show Hilda like running right by where it's landing, looking up and being like, Oh, is that good? And then <laughs> blowing up like, as she
0: runs away. Yeah, uh, so the colony blows up, and then um it was turns out it's all a hallucination that duo's just going fucking insane. And like he's sitting there like with his hands in his face, completely sweaty, wondering what the fuck he was doing and thinking that he's a monster. But, like, the fire batch is over, and Trent's just chilling inside the room. Trent is, like,
2: leaning up in front of him, sort of like Relina. He's
0: yeah. like, so,
3: so, how are the drugs, duo? Are they good?
0: Yeah, and Duo's, like, freaking out, and Trent's, like, Listen, this thing's awesome. It can change human consciousness. Think of the shit we can do with so it. Duo's just... just like, What the fuck? What the
3: fuck? <laughs> how could you give a 15 year old LSD, dude? Come on. <laughs>
0: So as Trent is, like, getting a boner over the Zero system, he gets a radio from Tuberoff forces. So Tuberoff sent off some stuff from the moon trying to get it back. And Tuberoff's angry, and he wants him to hang over the Zero and surrender. But Trent is like, no, nah, fuck this shit. He kicks Duo out and takes the just Zero and goes fight the forces. Yeah. So Duo's just kind of floating around, and they showed that he's picked up by Hilda in a shuttle because she has one. Trent is starting the fight. Also,
1: by the way, in case it wasn't clear, he never blew up the colony, which is so confusing because they show it in very vivid detail. Yes. and never before has the like system made it so someone saw an action they didn't do. And like, this is going to happen again, like
2: in a minute. Well,
3: the thing is, there yeah. is nothing to differentiate like reality from hallucination. And
0: yeah, it can like work, but show, it's still,
2: like, done really weirdly.
0: Like, they're, yeah, they were trying to show his hallucination. But, like, if they had shown, like, Duo shooting the colony, seeing it explode and him freaking out and then snapping out of sepia tone to real tone and him being, like, sweaty, then it would have been, like, a clear distinction this was a flashback or a hallucination. But, like, there's none of that there, so it's really confusing the first time you And watch
1: everything it. else he's doing is really happening. Like, him shooting all the mobile dolls and stuff in bullet time, like, that all was real, but for some reason... Him shooting the colony wasn't like it just doesn't make a lot of sense, and Trent tries to play it off. Yeah, Yeah, and he tries to play it off as like, well, what did what did it try to show you? What did the wing show you? Like he keeps trying to make it like it's this mind expanding thing that shows you what you need to see. Like future, it is the god machine.
0: Yeah, basically instead of just your brain overheating and shutting down. Yeah, and it's yeah. like,
2: I could see this work in a show that was a lot better than Wing. <laughs> yeah. But here, it really just, like, I can't actually tell what's going on. No,
3: no, you really can't. You, you just can't follow this with your brain. Just like, what, was that real? Was that fake? Uh, who knows? It's all fake.
0: Yeah, so Trent steals the Zero system and flies off towards rough forces. And, like, he starts fighting them. And, like, he's really leaning in on this. Like, he's...
1: He's like starts... He literally yells, my consciousness is expanding. I can almost see everything. I just, I need a little more. I'm almost there. Like, as he's blowing up people, he's like, I just got to kill a few more dudes and I'm going to see the universe. Don't stop. Ah! Don't stop. I'm almost there.
0: Yeah. So I'm
1: on the cusp.
0: While this is happening, oh, uh, Duo goes and gets in <laughs> his death scythe to fight him. And Hilda's like, you know, you're, you're still kind of fucked up from the drug thing. But he's like, listen, I need to stop this idiot.
2: <laughs> this so, guy's actually a danger to society yeah
0: so trent's about to like he shot all of uh, Tubrov's forces but like he still is like at 95 percent of the way there and just needs to go over the edge so he's like i'm gonna shoot the colony now but do a he just needs to, to blow him. his load is what we're saying <laughs> yeah. um they uh the hell scythe and the uh the, sorry the death scythe hell and the uh wing mm-hmm. zero TM. start fighting duo thinks he's too strong but the uh and the zero starts like crushing death size head trent starts gloating saying that you know haha i'm going to win but duo's like no it may be a tie and then like presses a button that shows that he is self-destructing but it's not self-destructing it's just trent having another hallucination because he's going crazy it's trent
2: seeing like if i was to actually try to grab him to kill him he would blow his gundam up and then i'd lose my beautiful lovely machine but it yeah. doesn't yeah. come across like that at all. Yeah, and then
0: like there's another yeah. one of like Zero is about to shoot his giant laser, but then Duo shoots his arm doohickey, and like that would blow up in front of Zero, and the Trent it just goes crazy. He loses it, and uh, he flies off. Zero, so great, we have
1: this his thing. mask breaks for no reason at some point. Like he's not getting hit or anything. It's just he's his brain gets too big, I guess,
0: <laughs> and his helmet his just brain just blows standing, up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this crazy man just flies off, completely insane with a huge WMD.
2: And Duo just sits there like, "Well, that's not going to be a problem in the future."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he has the line, if anybody could handle the zero system, they would be superior to the entire human race, which is
1: Like they've said a couple times like Duo over the course of this episode has been like, "No human can handle that." Like over and over again, like, oh, "No human which would ever be able to handle, handle the zero handle system."
0: It.
4: Yeah,
1: exactly. And Duo, of course, says if anyone could handle it, they'd be superior to the entire human race, which could mean anyone given the, you know, regularity to which some characters decide they need to talk about how cool hero is. (laughs) And I think saying anyone who could handle it would be superior to the entire human race is a pretty (laughs) ambitious brag. (laughs) Oh, God. So, some good episodes here. Uh,
2: Oh boy, season two is starting off with a bang.
4: (laughs) Man, the
1: thing for me is like, every so often I just think back to, and this is Legend of the Galactic Heroes, you know, so back to season one of this podcast, like, how how they handled a weapon of mass destruction going off, you know, Machiavelli and Garfield's big fucking choice, where like... He went against orders, and there was a ripple effect from that choice throughout the entire series from then on out. Like, that was a huge, unbelievably big event with gravity to match. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, they treat it as though it was a weapon of mass destruction going on. (laughs) Like, you know, they treat it with appropriate gravity versus... Fucking Gundam Wing where Quattra just mass murders and then everyone's like, okay,
0: whatever. It's we fine. evacuated
2: those colonies, it's fine. I'm gonna keep doing it's that total pacifism
0: thing. It seems to be working.
2: Yeah, and it and um. it's just like the thing that kills me about this is like I can see what the show is going for. It's just bad at it. Yeah, no. they just don't
0: have the skill to do it.
2: It's just really you know, it's like, oh, they're they're trying I can tell they're trying to make this point. They're just failing horribly all the, <laughs> they all forgot the to writing... introduce this like 10 episodes ago so they're just shoving it in there
1: and the writing is all just so clunky yeah and uh, ham-handed oh and everything God. like it, there are so many of these lines that just the way they're written mm-hmm. right like i don't think you could have the best voice actor voice actors whatever you the bet the best there is voicing these characters and it doesn't matter what they do these lines are so badly written it would sound like community theater like no matter what like that's the best you're going to get out of this because what the fuck do you do when someone says hold up well i mean any any Hurry up and any, start of, a war. any of dorothy's <laughs> lines involving war basically is what i was getting at yeah just,
2: or annoying saying things like
1: and- I'm sure that smile of yours will obliterate the suffering we're about to experience, <laughs> yep. which, what? what? <laughs> like, and the thing is, we have the subs, too, and it's just the concepts are so clunky and badly implemented. We're getting two separate
2: translations, and they're both batshit. Yep.
1: Like, sometimes I felt like at first, especially like getting into it, Legend of the Galactic Heroes was pretty rough up front because you had to, you know, identify who so many characters were. But the reason there were so many characters is because to make the story work, we needed people with that many different views that all made sense and interacted in a sensible way to keep the characters from feeling like they were 25 different characters at random. Now, taken to its logical conclusion <laughs> on the other end, we have Gundam Wing, where despite there only being, you know, allegedly, you know, five or six main characters, I mean, if th- like let's be real, of the Gundam yeah. pilots, there's like two that matter, and mm-hmm. then Relena, and then... Tree... Well, Tree isn't even
0: really... Yeah, anymore. he's gone like, now. He's kinda, he will show kinda, back like, up, like, don't, yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, he's
1: <laughs> a motivating force. But that's the other thing, too, is, like, characters just randomly dissolve yeah. for yeah, tons fine. of episodes, Ufe's too. Yeah, Blufei's gone, Troa's gone, like... Wu and Troll are gone. Trias is gone. Uh, fucking Miliardo Peacecraft is. He's gone.
0: coming back now. <laughs> I mean, Duo
3: disappeared for four or five episodes. Yeah, if we had
0: stopped one earlier, he'd be gone. Honestly, yeah. Wu Fei and Duo could probably just have been written out the entire series and it wouldn't have made that much of a difference.
1: Imagine if instead, though, Duo was the main character and Hell he was yeah. way back. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, what if instead Hero and Wufei were written out? And also Tro... Well, okay, Tro is written out, but someone else has to put on the half-clown mask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Miliardo already had a clown mask. Somebody has to it. wear the mask. <laughs> Maybe all masks <master> are clown masks. <laughs> so, so, I'm wondering how you're feeling our new character, Dorothy... Uh, <sighs> oh, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't like her. I honestly I really think she's like one of the better characters in the series. Not because she's like interesting. Well, I interest, not because she's well written or entirely empathizable, but because she's just she's so just balls fun. to the wall. Like she's 11. She's very bombastic. Yeah. yeah.
2: from the second one that she shows up on
0: screen you know what this character is doing and she's unapologetic about it start a war until her fucking turn of course but Uh.
1: (laughs) yeah for now at least it's like OG Lady Oon levels of evil. Is, yeah. and we might just, as well
2: have fun with it, because Gundam Wing ruins everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, she is at least entertaining to watch, and so far, pretty consistent. <laughs> I have,
3: yeah, she's I have appreciated. consistent, I am excited for blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's just the thing where, like, you know, the character's defining trait is unbelievably bloodthirsty, just unendingly bloodthirsty, and it feels like the writers so far have done alright what does Dorothy say in this scene what's the most bloodthirsty thing for someone to say like, just that.
3: see to me she's Lady Oon but she didn't shoot a guy falling out of a plane
1: so I she's nowhere near skill. as cool give her time <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. maybe she shoot she might hit someone, somebody yes. with that
1: limo uh, yeah, she's yeah, <laughs> truck oh man imagine if there was a scene of her like drifting around a corner at like 120 miles an hour with a fucking submachine gun out the window just being like <laughs> ah
3: right that's my point you know at least lady in with her genocidal bloodthirstiness put her money where her mouth was and tried to kill a bunch of people and yeah, did but that's... kill a bunch of people a lot of times i think dorothy it's just a shame that she
0: been... yeah that's only because it's no just... one's give dorothy a mobile suit yet.
3: yeah true give dorothy a mobile suit and then maybe i like her more but she might just be like yes. hero and never kill anyone
0: you know what?
1: Maybe Dorothy will better be better at like ammo management for the heavy arms. <laughs> she'll have more control over her I'm munitions because she's
2: Dorothy heavy arms.
1: Give Dorothy the heavy arms. Not, Let us try it.
3: See what happens. Exactly. The heavy arms.
1: I'll be real. Anyone would be a better pilot than Troa because Troa stands still, empties all of his munitions, and then goes. Well, guess I'll die. So. <laughs> Good
4: night everybody.
1: <laughs> Good night space
4: anime take it easy <laughs>